This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. Here's Jerry Callahan. Well, we do not know. We do not know who uh, won the election, but we know who lost. We know who lost this election. Uh, The media. Of course, as predicted, the pollsters, these fools at uh, Quinnipiac and ABC and the Washington Post and that loser, Nate Silver. I'm not sure who thought they were going to get it right, uh, but they didn't. They got it wrong, regardless of what happens. And now we wait. Now we wait for the Democrats to steal this. I got to be honest, it's not looking good. They uh, went to bed. It was looking OK. But right now. Uh, all these states, these, these toss ups, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, even North Carolina, that the Democrats have their chance. They got boxes full of mail in ballots and they are going to do their best to steal this one. Uh, we'll talk about that and, uh, go over some of the developments last night. Uh, the Senate is going to remain Republican. Um, Jamel Hill and Keith Olbermann both lost their minds. Nothing new there. And uh, in Oregon now, you can uh, shoot heroin in, in legally. So that's good. We made some progress here in uh, the election of 2016. But the presidential, the presidential election is still undetermined. It still has not been called, although Donald Trump did declare victory. But I think he just did that to drive everybody in the media insane. Can you, can you blame him? Can you blame him? We will get into all that today on the Callahan Podcast brought to you by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, and no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right. Tom Shattuck is here. That's good. He's our he's our political guy, our political guru. And Cullinane is here, well-rested, 10 hours Hung- sleep. Hungover. <laughs> and I'm just going to say this up front, Cullinane. Yep. I, I envy you. I envy you. I envy people like you who can go through life blissfully, unaware, unconcerned, don't care. I mean, you are wonderfully apathetic. Um, you don't care that the that we don't know who's the next president. You don't care. Nope. That the socialists, the extremists, the Marxists, the, the radicals are, are right now busy trying to steal this election from Donald nope. J. Trump. That doesn't phase you at all. Nope. I care more about the fact that uh, I drank all the pink Whitney, Whitney last night and I have to go to the store again to get more today, to be honest. That's rough. That's yeah, rough. That's, that's my concern. As I said this morning to some people, if you were an idiot yesterday, you're an idiot today. You're probably going to be an idiot tomorrow. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. What what time did you actually, you know, put your head on the pillow? Midnight. Midnight. I got uh, oh. three hours of sleep. Three hours. You went to bed at midnight? I thought you went to bed at like eight. I, no. Were you following, were you following <laughs> this, little, following this little election I was, thing? I was boozing it up and following along. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was a wild ride. I know Shattuck was busy working. I was uh, on, I did Turtle Boys uh, live stream, his YouTube show, and we just hung out with all the turtle riders and I didn't go where he did. I will say this. Turtle Boy declared victory. By the time I came on with him at, uh, 
I don't know what time it was, 10, 1030. He was celebrating. He said it was over and we won. And I was a little apprehensive and then it got worse and then it kind of slipped away. And right now, if you're just tuning in to the Callahan podcast, it's up in the air. Uh, they're still counting for some reason. I, we can get into this, Shattuck. I don't understand why states that have 99% of the vote in, why we're waiting to uh, declare a vic- declare victory. Right now in Georgia, Trump is up by 2.2%, 94% of the vote in, and they haven't called it. Why? Can you explain that to me? Well, they just stole the governorship from Stacey Abrams in Georgia, Jerry, so those uh, scars are very fresh. And a lot of these, a lot of these are big democratic states, and a lot of the apparatus in the states are are made to uh, to ensure that uh, that every last uh, oppressed vote ekes its way through to change the um, to change the landscape. And some of it's working. In Wisconsin, uh, Biden has ticked up. I think he's just uh, hopped past uh, uh, Trump. Yeah, Wisconsin uh, does not look good. Um, all the, but the I mean, that I, said, I, Jerry, there's there's two huge takeaways. It, of the 20 huge takeaways, one, obviously, the media and conventional wisdom uh, is dead. They are freaking clueless. They had no idea, and it's wonderful to see all the geniuses. Remember, Nate, Nate Silver 10 years ago was a super genius and, you know, an oracle that we could go to. They're all dead. Um, two, that the, the, the mail-in voting and late ballots and extending voting is a chaotic uh, concept, and well, we of course. knew it would happen. Three, Jerry, you and I get to welcome a whole new demographic to the world of white supremacy as uh, Cubans and uh, Latinos in Florida have changed the, the face of the electorate in Florida. And uh, that and that's, is that's that's all well and good, but it all goes for not if they steal Pennsylvania, Michigan. And, you know, they're in the process. Hell, the, the attorney general of Pennsylvania said Trump can't win the state. I mean, that snake is right. busy right now. They have boxes of mail-in ballots. And and I think it's already been stolen from them, to be honest with you, because what is the point of mail-in ballots? It was designed to allow voter fraud, to make it easier. What, what, what the hell was wrong with Election Day? We did that for 200 years, and then they decided that they had to come up with ways to make it easier to uh, to, to, to uh, use, to cheat, to do, to, to find ways to do voter fraud. And they did. And right now, if you're, again, just tuning in, you know, you're waiting on Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, all, you know, Democrat places, especially Pennsylvania, where Democrats are busy counting mail-in ballots, which favor Democrats. And uh, they're done counting election day votes in person. So it does not look good. Sadly, but Trump had a huge lead in some of these places. I mean, when I went to bed, he was up Wisconsin big. He was up Michigan big, and that just disappeared. He declared victory, which I knew he would, just to drive the media nuts. I mean, some of them interrupted him as he was making his speech, and even some Republicans said that was irresponsible. But he knows what's going on. Everybody knows what's going on. This is going to go on. We're going to be talking about this for the rest of our lives, unfortunately, because I fear Biden will be our next president. He'll be a disaster. Kamala Harris will be the 47th president sometime in the next year. She'll be a disaster. And we'll all look back on this and say, Trump Trump won Michigan. Trump won Pennsylvania. What the hell happened? That's that's what I fear. It's It does not look right. good. And it's just as I predicted, as I expected, they're up to no good right now. They're up to mm-hmm. no good. These are the people who came up with the Russian hoax. These are the people who, who impeached the president 
were saying they should look into Hunter Biden's corruption in uh, corrupt connections in, in Ukraine. These are the people who lied about Brett Kavanaugh. These are the people who lied about mailboxes, came up with these, these this fiction about Trump calling uh, soldiers loser, losers and suckers. These are diabolical people who are now counting the votes. They're not counting the votes. They're looking for enough votes. And I think because mail-in voting was big this year, especially in Pennsylvania, they're going to find enough votes. They're going to flip this thing, even though Trump had a big lead uh, and still does apparently in Pennsylvania, but they will find enough votes. They're not, they're not counting votes. They're looking for votes and they will take this thing. And we are looking for insanity. We are looking at, you know, our, you know I realize if Biden wins, there'll be no rioting. Uh, I mean, there'll be no uh, looting, no burning, but we're looking at a very contentious, you know, very divisive, as Barack Obama would say, situation. Yeah, well, also Biden has called, last night called uh, Pennsylvania a victory for him, which I believe is um, irresponsible and dangerous. But uh, he was happy to do that. I, I I agree. I mean, it's up to the lawyers at this point, right? I mean, this is going to be a lawyer fight by probably in a couple of hours from now. I assume that most of this, this counting will stop. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know, Jerry. It's worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. There is it. It bodes well for if you're a Republican. It bodes well out there. And there's some lessons to be learned. That whole time Trump is out puddle jumping or not puddle jumping, but state jumping again and again, working tirelessly again and again, talking to workers, making them see making them feel seen and heard, which is an important thing, I'm told, in 2020, that it paid off. I mean, the fact that it, this, it's this close whatsoever is incredible. I, I don't know. what the, the Counting the votes again and again and again and again until Biden wins, they're, it's asking for trouble. It also means that there's no mandate for anything for Biden. It also means that Liz Warren and the squad are just waiting. If Biden is sworn in on January 20th, there's going to be absolute chaos. You should keep those stores boarded up because that's when the problem's going to start. It's when all those right. interests. I mean, well, no, I mean, I, you know, you you can't be serious. You you think of their guy. I mean, Antifa. This is Antifa's team. I mean, they get Biden, they get Kamala, they'll get Liz Warren, Bernie Sanders, AOC, Ayanna. Their guys are going to be in the White House. I'm not sure what. I mean, Antifa was rioting in Portland again and in D.C. But they would just did that for fun, and they know in those Democrat-controlled cities there are no consequences. But they're not—they they have to be thrilled with this. I mean, when I went to bed at two in the morning, it—it was get—it was slipping away. I'll say that. But if you went to bed at ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, you thought Trump won re-election. It looked that way. It felt that way. And the more the longer it takes, and the more the lawyers are involved, the worse it looks. Because again, these people will stop at nothing. I, I, I can't look at the bright side right now. I'm sorry. We 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 held the Senate. Lindsey Graham won, even though uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Barbara Streisand and Chelsea Handler spent $100 million to defeat him. Lindsey Graham won big. Susan Collins won. That's a good thing. That surprised me. She won big. Um, but it's all for naught if the Biden crime family uh, moves into the White House in January. I mean, it's going to be wild watching this transition because Trump is never going to accept it. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I mean, I'm not saying take up arms, but he's going to be bitching and screaming and kicking uh, for the rest of his life. And so is his whole team. So are his, his kids and his, and you know, his, everybody on the campaign team, because this stinks right now, this stinks. 
They're, if you're just tuning in, if you're just finding out, they, they have not called Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, North Carolina, or Georgia. I mean, that's insane. Georgia, he's winning. North Carolina, he's winning with 100% of the vote in, and they haven't called it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's going to get, he's going to win Georgia, North Carolina. It doesn't matter. He has to win Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And it does not feel like he can hold on. He's going to lose Wisconsin. Uh, it does not feel like he can hold on because, again, the you know the it doesn't the uh, what's the saying the old expression it doesn't count who votes it's who counts the votes or whatever you know that it count the people counting the votes are like this Josh Shapiro this snake in, in Pennsylvania he's the one that said Trump can't win my state he's the attorney general and before the election this was like two days ago said Trump can't win. So right. you know that's on the up and up, and they have boxes and boxes of mail-in ballots. And that's and the shady get- thing is that all this stuff is just boxes now. It's boxes and bags, right. and it's back rooms, and it's you know local Democratic operatives. And and uh, if you saw in in Boston, the um, there's this this group that's essentially Monica Cannon Grant's uh, you know uh, contemporaries who run the uh, assuring that that every vote counts in Boston. Those are the kind of groups that are all there throughout the throughout the country. But Trump was smart. You know, they've got the lawyers out and you know, hopefully they can they can vet these ballots. A lot of these val- ballots, a lot of mail in ballots as well, are are susceptible to easy spoilage, which is why the Democrats. Have, it doesn't matter. Trump- it doesn't matter. You could they could well, be a little ex- that could be nothing on the mail in ballot. You don't think the attorney general from Pennsylvania, this weasel is going to say that's good. Biden vote. Another Biden vote. This, I hate to say it, Tom, I hope I'm wrong. It feels like the fix is in and it's over. This is what they needed. They needed to be close enough to steal it. And that's what they're going to do. Uh, I know some people are going to say, yeah, we, we held the Senate. So, you know, the, you don't have to worry about that. That's a good thing. And certain, you know, certain elections went our way. And, you know, and, you know certain states, the Rust Belt clearly uh, is at least close. I mean, you know, he won Ohio. He, he I think he wins Pich- uh, Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, if it were legit, if it were on the up and up, but it's not. Um, and you're right. I think I, I, I can't celebrate this because I, I can't stomach the thought of the Biden crime family in the White House with all the, the radicals, you know, with Bernie Sanders and, and Liz Warren and AOC and company. But the media is a joke. I knew that already, though. I knew that already. We already knew the media was was is is, is a sinister force in this country. That they are completely in the mm-hmm. tank for the for the Democrats for the socialists. We already knew that they weren't honest. They weren't objective. We already knew Chris Wallace was a was a snake, and he's he's like admonishing the president for his speech as well. But. And pollsters, I, I agree. I mean, they might, Nate Silva should put that uh, clown nose on when he appears now on, on network TV. Put the clown nose on, Nate Silva. You're a joke. You're a clown. Jeez. But we knew that. Tell me who thought when they looked at polls that, that, that Biden was up 17 in Wisconsin. That was a, No, that was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, that and was a the- Washington Post ABC poll. Biden's up 17 in Wisconsin. Obviously... Washington Post and ABC, they're not on the level. Obviously, they're in the tank for Biden. So tell me who believed that, Tom Shattuck. Nobody. 
Well, Nobody. people wanted to hear it. People wanted to hear it. And they thought that it would shape voting and they were hoping against hope that it would do something. And I think a lot of people also saw that Trump was he was on this world tour in unstoppable. Remember, 17, 17 stops in, in like three days. And people said that shows how rallies in the last five days. But so what, Tom? So what? He could have stayed in bed like Biden. He could have done nothing. He could have played golf. He wasn't going to lose Wisconsin by 17. Everyone knew that was made up. Here's here's some of the other clowns, losers, frauds who will never be taken seriously again. But it doesn't matter. If Biden wins, their guy wins. They don't care how bad they look. Nate Silver said Biden had an 80, 89% chance to win yesterday when uh, mm-hmm. when the uh uh, before the anything was announced, before anything was called, he said Biden had an eighty nine percent. So if Biden wins through voter fraud and through cheating, like he probably will. Nate Silver would take a bow and say he got it right. He didn't get it right. Um, Quinnipiac, uh, another bunch of losers and 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 frauds. They had Biden up five in Florida yesterday. Trump won by three. They were off by eight percentage points in Ohio. Quinnipiac had Biden up four. Trump won by eight. They were off by 12. They had Texas as a toss-up. Obviously, Quinnipiac is a joke. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to believe them. Nobody uh, is going to take them seriously again. But so what? If their guy wins, they don't care. Their goal was to help Biden get elected. That's what the ABC, ABC people do. That's what the Washington Post is there for. Jeff Bezos is there to help Democrats, and he did. What does he care if he was wrong? That doesn't <laughs> matter so much to people that the pollsters are clowns. I mean, I never thought, I never took any of those polls seriously. I mean, uh, Wisconsin, Trump, uh, Biden by 17, we laughed about that. Turtle Boy and I laughed about that one day and said, that is a joke. Those people are clowns. So what? If their guy gets the White House through hook or crook, what do they care if they look like fools? In four years, you know what's going to happen? They're going to have the same people doing the same polls and probably getting it wrong again. They don't care. As long as their guy wins, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter that the people on NBC got it wrong or or the people on ABC or or CBS or CNN. They don't care that they're wrong. As long as their guy gets in, they're good. They're cool. Jerry, it's not. It's not quite over yet at the moment. I understand that you feel like it is. But remember, in the year 2000, we also felt like we were screwed the moment they started recounting Florida and recounting Florida. And you had the idiot with the big eye looking at the hanging Chad. <laughs> I was sure we were screwed. Now, Howie Carr at that time was saying they were absolutely going to steal it. And they tried to, but now it's time for lawyers. It's time for lawyers. I mean, Trump well, is ahead no, of no, no. by 700,000 votes. Here's why Shattuck, I feel a little hope. Here's why I'm a little, I get a little aroused, a little, little pup tent going when I think about this. Uh, it goes to the Supreme Court, as it did 20 years ago, and the lovely, the talented, the wonderful uh, Amy Coney Barrett uh, breaks the tie. Obviously, Robert, so he'll go with Biden, uh, that that weasel. But Amy Coney Barrett, it goes to the Supreme Court, and because Donald Trump named three Supreme Court justices, uh, uh, and, and Brett Kavanaugh gets his revenge, and Amy Coney Barrett casts the deciding vote, and it's – see, I don't care – how much it it divides the nation. I don't care how much chaos is involved. I don't care the, if if Trump wins this somehow, some way, and the betting odds are very much against them. Unfortunately, right now they were they were so much in his favor. Again, Turtle Boy was celebrating. Lots of people were celebrating yeah. on Twitter. 
uh, when he was favored by, I don't know, he was minus 250 or something. He was a heavy favorite at like 11 p.m. Right now, he's a heavy underdog. The betting odds are all in Biden's favor because they know. I mean, they're smart enough to know what the Democrats are capable of. I don't care how contentious it is. If they, if Trump wins, hey, bring it on. Make it, make it very divisive. Send these, these, uh, you know, Democrats on uh, NBC or it's Chris Wallace. Send them into complete panic mode. Good. I would love to see Amy Coney Barrett decide this election. I would love it. Of course, that would be what a month from now. Wouldn't that be incredible? Wouldn't that be? Can you imagine? Can you imagine the people? Your friend Maisie Hirono. And, uh, and, you know, the, the people, oh, Blumenthal, great. can you imagine? And, and people like Adam Schiff, I know that he's not in the Senate, but I, just if that's it, if that's what's going to happen, it's done in the Supreme Court, well, that's it. And also, you know, the, the, the fix started back when they decided that the rest of the Democratic field should bow out so Joe Biden could take it because he could keep the Obama constituency together. So that's the gamble they played. They screwed with their own party, with their own vetters, the de- uh, voters, the Democrats did. They hired a loser as a running mate for Biden who did nothing for him whatsoever. No. And, and, he, and they hired a guy who's infirmed. So Biden for the last month, until the last couple of days, was unable to, unable to get out there. And yesterday he's talking about the Green Mile. And you had people uh, yes, I mean, it, it, it was phenomenal yesterday watching this guy and – I was feeling good, like I said, because I, I just think that some people, enough people, had to look at Biden and say, he's not fit to, for the office. He is not. I mean, I hate to break it to you, Democrats who are thrilled that 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 you managed to knock off the evil orange man, but your candidate is in the throes of dementia. This is the first, this is history. I mean, I, I don't know every president in in our history, all 45, but I know this guy is incapable of doing the job. I said this on Twitter and I stand by it. Tom, he couldn't be working at Dunkin' Donuts right now. He couldn't be a greeter at Walmart. He couldn't be a insurance salesman, a house painter, a cop, a teacher, a fireman. He is not capable of doing any of those things. If you, uh, you know, if, if you don't care, that's fine. If you think, He's just a placeholder for Kamala and the rest of the, the radicals. That's fine. But yesterday, I don't know if you have this, Colin, yesterday he introduced his granddaughter as Bo Biden, a member of the Senate. I of my this is my son, Bo Biden, who a lot of you helped elect to the Senate in Delaware. That is amazing. This is a guy who's most likely going to be your next president, introducing his granddaughter as his deceased son. Bo Biden is dead and he was never in the Senate. They didn't help elect him to the Senate. That's a man who's not well. He's he's just thinking and things are popping into his head and he's blurting them out. His poor granddaughter sitting there going, what the hell did you just say? All right. Today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth with me again, Dave McDonough. Dave, we are leading up to election night. What is going on in the markets? What's the impact here? You know, Dave, we ended up down last week again with the uh, the virus news coming out record numbers, as well as that darn stimulus package that had zero chance of getting through Congress. So I think people are squaring up positions, certainly taking profits where they can going into next Tuesday. Remember, if Democrats sweep, 
you know, the thought being that capital gains rates will go up. So it would be prudent to take your capital gains this year versus next. All right. So there's a lot to look into. There's a lot obviously going on in the world. we got COVID, election night. What they can do is they can go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, and you can keep up to date with all this madness that's going on by subscribing to the captain's blog. This is what we do each and every week in video and audio form, Dave, and written form right to your email inbox. That's correct. All right. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, sign up, get the captain's blog, keep up to date. And guess what? We're going to talk to you again on Wednesday after the election to see what the impact to the market's going to be then. Until then, flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Thank you, Dave. My pleasure, David. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. That's not the worst gaffe yesterday. Again, Trump hit five states and, you know, every day, 24 rallies in five days. This guy barely left home. He went to Scranton, where he's allegedly from, and wandered the streets. And by the way, I think Trump may have won Scranton, which would be great. But again, Pennsylvania, they're in the process of stealing it. If you're just tuning in, they're in the process of stealing Pennsylvania, which will end Trump's hopes. But he also went on this long, rambling uh, speech about playing sports with black guys and the movie Green Mile. It was just this bizarre thoughts coming out of a a, a, a brain that's just not well right now. I didn't realize this was here. The Reverend Herring, who was one of the five major leaders in the black community when I got started in Wilmington, back when I was a kid, when I started off as a play card. My good luck charm is always go back to where I where I started every election I go by. So we're going to go back back by places around swimming pools. And uh, and it was, uh, it, it, you know, I the, the leadership in the community from here, from Riverside all the way up to places run on the east side was uh, overwhelmingly African-American, but it all was in the black church. The black church was the heart and soul of the entire movement for people here. And uh, and so it's, uh, and when I started off as a kid getting involved, I had a, I had a job at a nice country club kind of pool as a, as a lifeguard. I wanted to work on the east side because uh, I knew I played ball with a lot of uh, great black athletes, but uh, I knew, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't know them. They, I mean, we knew each other, we were friends, but I, I didn't know them. And it was a great education. It was like the Green Mile, you know, you see the movie? Well, it's like that. You know, you begin to, when you realize that the people I've known for a long time that, uh, you know, didn't, they lived in the middle of a city and a county that was white, and they didn't know anybody. I mean, they knew. They were friends. Remarkable. I ask my friends, like, you know, Alex Reamer, I get family members, neighbors who voted for that man, who voted for that senile, frail, confused, incoherent old man. And they think he can be president? As to quote Joe Rogan, that man cannot be president. He's That was yesterday afternoon. Yeah. What the movie Green Mile? Green Mile, the black guy gets executed. He has superpowers. You know, he, he heals people with like blowing on them. It's bizarre. What does that have to do with playing ball with black guys? It's just things, random things popping in 
to his his uh, deteriorating yeah. mind. <laughs> no, I, I I assume he meant Green Book. I'm not sure, but but I I do love how he was. Oh, they were good, I didn't even know that. I thought he was talking about the movie yeah. Green Mile. He's talking about <laughs> he Green Book. He might. I assume so because that's somewhere. That's something where no, where no black men are executed in it. I assume, but it's it's who knows. But but uh, yeah, he. But he. They were all good friends. They're all his friends. But he didn't know him. You know. Right. But they were friends. But, they were so that's friends, why he, but I knew him. But I didn't know him. And that's exactly fun. until one. There was finally one that wasn't a monolith that was uh, clean and well spoken who became his running mate. By the right. way, that's the first He's, black guy who was clean. Clean. By the way, the rest of them were dirty, according Jerry, to Jerry. That, that, that sound you played, by the way, was was recorded in front of that swimming pool where we saw one of the most watershed moments for gay rights in uh, American history. These two men, well dressed, leaned up and hugged one another and kissed one another. I'm getting out of the car at the light and I turn to my dad. My dad looked at me and said, "Joey, it's simple. They love each other." That was right there, right in front of nobody, the Green Mile. Nobody. I've said this before. Obviously, we've had liars in the White House. We had, you know, Bill Clinton. Um, nobody lies as comfortably, as naturally as this guy. That's completely 100% made up. Every time he talks about his grandmother, said my grandmother say, keep the faith. It's just made up. His father, that he's talking about 60 years ago or 57 years ago when he was a lifeguard, when he was you know 16 or 18. And his father, a laid off coal miner, Catholic. saw two guys kissing and said, hey, they love each other. That wouldn't even happen today from an old, you know, Irish Catholic coal miner. They would, they would, <laughs> they wouldn't, maybe they'd say nothing or whatever, but they're going to say, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. That's 100% made up and nobody cares. Nobody cares that this man who is not well, who is not right in the head, is most likely uh, uh, moving into the White House in, in January. It's remarkable. Okay, tell me this. Tell me this, uh, Tom Shattuck. Good. If, this, if this happens, if our worst nightmare comes true, if they manage to steal uh, Michigan and uh, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, um, and it looks right now, the betting odds look like they're going to. Um, how does Donald J. Trump handle this? Because he upset a lot of people last night. First of all, Biden spoke first and talked about how they feel really good and they think they're going to win this. And Trump does what Trump does. He one-upped them. He came on, gave a speech and said that he thinks he already won. I don't blame him. That's how it looked. That's how it felt. He knows this is out of his hands and into the hands of these diabolical forces. But how does he handle it if today, tomorrow, Friday, they're going to stop counting in Pennsylvania in three days? Um, but if they steal this and Biden has declared the, the winner, how does Trump handle it? He says they, he'll say he, they stole it from him and he'll just stick by that. And they'll more and more say, oh, my God, that what he's saying is dangerous. But the thing is, it's not Trump supporters who are going to react. It's their people who are going to react to Trump. And they say, even though when it's their people, well, he created the climate. Well, it, it, take care of your own constituency. Make sure they don't burn stuff down and, uh, you know, and run over cities and create independent countries in Portland. It's not Trump's fault. You know, I, I think he'll be defiant. He'll be a jerk about it because that's what he does. And, and that's his nature. But I, I, what, do you, what do they want him to do? I mean, he is to, he, they ostensibly have pulled shenanigans here to, and, and it was in plain sight. We all know it, to make sure that they would have these votes seeping in. And the voting stopped. The county had to stop suddenly. But, but still for the next two days, 
ballots can arrive in Pennsylvania and get counted as votes? How is yes. that okay? Because I mean, if, if, it arrived, if it arrived by last night, they get three days to count it. Um, how about Georgia? They said they had a water main break, and they and they, you know they they can't finish counting. He has a commanding lead in Georgia, and they haven't called it. North Carolina, I believe, hundred percent of the vote is in, and they haven't called it. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how that works, uh, but they're doing their best. They're finding ways to uh, steal enough votes, not count enough votes, steal enough. They're, that's how it's going to work. They'll just do this as long as it takes to take the lead. And once they get the lead, we're done. We called it for Biden. Uh, well, and, and you know, I, I felt good last night at 10, 11 o'clock, but I didn't begin to celebrate, unlike some people, unlike our friend Turtle Boy, who was taking a victory lap and made me feel better. I'm like, wow, Turtle Boy, he studies this stuff pretty closely, and he thinks we won. So I came on, we had a good time, and we thought we were going to win. It doesn't look that way now, Turtle Boy. I went to bed at 3 a.m. He was minus 240 to win. He was favored to win all three remaining states by various amounts. I wake up, and of course, right on cue, bags of mail from Milwaukee, Detroit, and Philadelphia are deciding this election. Just This is literally how Trump predicted it. He, he said in his speech that they're all crying about now, which was one of the wildest speeches in American political history. When the president of the United States comes on, declares victory, and says there's fraud. That's amazing. Which, which uh, upset the media, upset the me, of course, and they went nuts on NBC, and Chris Wallace and all the Biden stooges were upset, but I don't blame him. He, that, well, he knows what's him. going on. He knows he had enough votes. He knows he won Georgia. He knows he won Pennsylvania, and he knows the people behind the scenes right now are working to steal it from him. I mean, what kind of banana republic bullshit is this where we have to go to sleep and Trump's winning all these states and we wake up and Trump literally said in his speech, I don't want this vote. I don't want this election being decided by bags of mail at 4 a.m. And then at 4 a.m., a bag of mail comes and everything changes. And and all of these states are run by Democrats. You can't trust any of them. I hope it goes to the courts. The attorney general, this Josh Shapiro clown in Pennsylvania said before the election, the attorney bleeping general said, Trump can't win. You know, he doesn't have the votes. I'm going, what? He's winning by 14. But he knew he knew he had enough boxes to overcome any lead. He knew that he had, you know, the power of the of the pen or the power of the the counter. And he knew that he could steal this. And he is in the process of it right now. Um, So, you know, Trump has a small chance of pulling this out. Correct. He can win. Yeah. I mean, his, his hope rests. So in Pennsylvania right now. Um, that's still somewhat winnable. Uh, it, the Democratic uh, Joe Biden's favored by minus 185, which is not an insurmountable like lead. Michigan would be the second one he needs to win. That is minus 575 right now for Biden. So that is a little less. And Wisconsin is minus 1400. So that's almost impossible. You and I were watching and he was up 14 in Pennsylvania. He was up 10 in Michigan. When I, I believe when I went to bed, he was, he was up 10 in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. he's going to lose it. I mean, how hard, like, how hard is it to just have the ballots count if they're mailed in ahead of time and you already have them? Why aren't those counted immediately? Like, well, it's right. because this whole point right. of mail-in ballot, there's only one reason we did mail-in ballot. It had nothing to do with the virus. It had nothing to do with, you know, getting people involved and making it. was designed to make it easier to cheat. And I'm, I'm telling you, but Trump will never accept this, and I don't blame him. He knows this is not legitimate. He knows it. And, and and I mean he's they're, they're stealing the 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 highest office in the world. They're, that's what they're doing. They succeeded. I mean, 
And I said this earlier, uh, Turtle Boys, these are the people who lied about Kavanaugh. These are the people who lied about the Russian hoax. They, they impeached Trump for saying that we should look into Hunter Biden, which we should. I mean, they, they will stop at nothing. These are diabolical forces we're, we're looking at. And if anyone thinks that they're just going to say, oh, look, a bunch of votes for, for Trump. I guess you know, we were wrong. He wins Pennsylvania. That's never going to happen. I think there's 0% chance he wins Pennsylvania. Zero. Zero. I agree. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's got, he's still up oh, by no. a few hundred thousand. And there's um, uh, about a million absentee or ballots to be counted. I mean, he still could win it. But, you know, the one I want to ask you guys about is what was the deal with the media in Fox News not count, not calling states, not calling, calling Ohio, not count, calling Florida? We all saw the math. We can all see. You can get the New York Times app. You can do all sorts of other stuff, and you can see the numbers. We can see it there. But they didn't call it, and they waited and waited and waited. If I was, if I was, you know, if I had money to invest in a company, I would invest in OAN right now because I think Fox News has shot itself. Yeah, it was a bad night for Fox News. Bad night. Uh, I mean, anytime you put that clown Chris Wallace on half the night, I mean, people like me are going to turn the channel or just have no, no respect for you. But you're right. It's a tough, but I said this earlier. It's a bad night for the media, but so what? They don't care that we think less of them. They had one goal. Had, like, imagine we had a fair media, like, over the last right. four years. Trump would have won this election in a landslide. They matter. They won this election. If Biden ends up holding on, it's because of the media. They, they did They did their job. That, that's true. You got to give them credit. They, they make at least a one percentage point difference. There's no denying that. The media did their job. I mean, they are clowns. They are snakes. They are weasels. But so what? They wanted to get Biden elected, and they apparently did. They wanted to defeat Trump, and they apparently did. You think Jim Acosta or Don Lemon cares that we think less of them? They had a goal, and apparently they accomplished it. Um, and, and you know, Tucker Carlson came on a couple of times last night, and he was seething. And I look forward to his show tonight because he, he says he's going to name names. And I hope he names Chris Wallace and some of the other snakes on Fox as, as long as well like, as, you know, I mean, the, other, the other media on NBC. But but they don't care that Tucker Carlson is going to rip them. They succeeded. Oh, I think they did in defeating Trump. I hope Trump, like Trump should sue these tech companies for that. Kill, how many votes did that killing that New York Post story cost? Donald Trump in this election. Enough, enough, enough. It cost him enough. And that's that's I mean, all that matters. It cost him enough. Them for like, that's a blatant election interference. Blatant. And it right. matters. Yeah. Well, actually, if you think about that along the same lines, the entire Biden campaign was manufactured. It was made of vapor. There was no Biden campaign. He wasn't out and about. He wasn't answering questions. This is a total manufacture. It's it is remarkable that Trump did so well, considering he had to do it in an analog way to get out there, press the flesh, talk to people, take every question, have everybody beat up on him. You know, it take the brunt of every interview. He went in there with Jonathan Swan and went there with Chris Wallace, etc. He and he took a beating and went out and talked to the American people. I mean, I'm not trying to put lipstick on this, Jerry, but I'm. I mean, there is. There is a lot to be optimistic about. Even if Trump loses this, then I'm sorry. There's yes, there is. I think there is. I'm in four years. I mean, this is huge. I'll say, I'll take it a step further. They wouldn't have the House if not for the media. The Russian hoax was a big factor in the midterms in 2018. Trump was still a Russian agent, and they hammered him on that and they hammered the Republicans the house last night. The Republic the Republicans gained seats in the House last night. I think that was a direct reaction to that nonsense. 
So, so if if not for the media, they couldn't have pulled off any of that. They couldn't have pulled off the Russian hoax, the the impeachment. The the they managed to tarnish the guy for well, three years, four yeah. years now. And you're right. Without that, Trump gets reelected. Without, I mean, these these guys should take a bow. All the you know the the New York Times and Washington and Boston Globe and I think it's coronavirus. The, the media wing of the of the uh, Biden campaign was very effective. They did their job. Now we can say how much we disrespect them and how what a joke uh, you know the, the uh, Nate Silver is. But again, they don't care. They no. accomplished their goal, or at least it appears they accomplished their goal. Can you tell me this, Turtle Boy? How come they're not calling North Carolina? I mean, I'm looking at you can bet on North Carolina. It's minus 450 right now for Donald Trump. So he has put it this way: Joe Biden has a better chance of, of winning. Um, of Michigan than Donald Trump has of winning North Carolina. So it's still technically, I don't know how they haven't called it. The answer is, I don't know. I mean, they're probably still counting Democratic ballots. Not enough of, this is like the kind of country we want to live in, like a banana republic like this, where yeah. I mean, how are people supposed to have any faith in this process after what just happened in the last six hours? They're not, they're not but again, what do Democrats care if you have faith in the process? They are cutthroat. You know, they are ruthless. They are merciless. They did what they set out to do. They know they have a joke of a candidate. They know they had this shell of a man, this frail old man, and they knew they couldn't win it legit. They couldn't do it on the up and up. So they, you know, yeah. found another way to I, get it done. It's I remarkable. Like we just some of the, during some the, of the sound of the from Biden. The he's not fit for the office, and he's our, he's our, our looks like he's going to be our next president. And, he'll, and the over-under, I set the over-under on Biden's term at nine months, nine months before Kamala Harris ascends to the throne. And you finally, they get the radical, you know, uh, the BLM critical race theory candidate in the white house that they've been shooting for, that they've been hoping for nine months. You guys disagree. Do you even I, celebrate that? If you're like a first woman president, but you only got it because the man got dementia. <laughs> is that an accomplishment? Yeah. Answer, you you seem to be missing the whole point, Turtle Boy. I know you haven't enough sleep. They don't care about method. They don't care about their reputation. They don't care about their image going forward. They are cutthroat, and they had a goal, and they apparently they accomplished it. What do they care if you think less of them? Well, I'm just saying, it's like, do the Republicans, do we be like, yeah, Jerry Ford was freaking awesome. Remember Jerry Ford? It was great. He got the presidency because Nixon – was a crook for two years and he lost. Is that something? Because he, she'll get killed. She'll be the most unpopular president ever, and we no. will win. Well, so you think you think the people, you know, of uh, of of you know, obviously California, but Arizona. There's these people that turned mm-hmm. on Trump, and you and I talked about that last night. They voted for Trump in 2016, and they voted this time for for uh, Biden. What happened? I'm not go for her, um, you know, demographic in Arizona. Demographic change matters. Period. Yeah, and Joe Arpaio was, uh, you know, he scared a lot of people over there, and Trump had his back a couple of times. And I don't think, I don't think that that Latino vote really worked in Arizona like it worked elsewhere for him. Um, and you know, you got a lot of colleges and idiots. What are you going to say? But, but I do think, Jerry, I think you're wrong, and I don't think you're understanding this. That there's going to be a civil war if Biden wins. There's going to be a civil war in the Democratic Party, and I give. And there are the too many interests want not enough real estate. You're going to have the Green New Deal people. You're going to have the Black Lives Matter people. You're going to have all sorts of different factions that see 
an, a, an empty vehicle. They see an empty vehicle and they want a piece of the power. They also want, of course, cabinet positions, etc. It's going to be a civil war immediately. And I think Biden is essentially done by April. And you want you want to roll out Harris along with a, a vaccine or something. So it's a fresh start. And they want to get some legislation done probably next fall by next fall. Um, probably some huge infrastructure Green New Deal thing that'll be 11 you know, or $26 trillion that includes all sorts of windmills and, and a company called Cylindra or just like that. So I think that to do that, they need him out of the way. They need new momentum probably by, by fall. I think Biden's all done by, by April. You don't, you, you, so you played the, we played the audio of him talking about, about the green mile and all this nonsense about we, they were my friends, but, but, but I didn't, we didn't know them. And all that. But if you just watch the video of, of Biden while he's waiting to be introduced, he's shuffling around and he's looking around and he's lost. And he's not he's not it's not good. like you've been saying it. it's not good. He's not in good shape. So, I mean, if I'm more optimistic, I definitely think that uh, 20, yeah, 20 more optimistic. So you have a senile guy and the running mate is <clears throat> is a radical leftist is co-sponsor of the Green New Deal. And you think they're not going to get anything done? I mean, Jerry, they, we saw that they succeeded on taking the White House with the worst candidate I've ever seen in my life. They succeeded on taking over the mainstream media. They succeeded on impeaching. Think well, of this. When, they impeached when, when, Donald Trump for essentially saying, we need to look into this Hunter Biden character. We all know now what Hunter Biden's all about. So the, the president, the 45th president, got impeached for saying, Let's look into this this uh, this Hunter Biden, this drug-addled thief. Let's look into him. That's what what they impeached him for. They they've succeeded in doing anything they try to do because they don't stop. They don't. There's no moral compass, no moral governor. They just go for it. And you think somehow, oh, they're going to have trouble passing their agenda. Their agenda is. Take the White House, and they did. Uh, how are they going to pass an agenda without control of the Senate? Uh, right, that's another problem. And also, how much of the pie does Bernie Sanders get? How much does the squad get? This is why the Civil War is going to happen. There's going to be absolute chaos. But I know that you that we're still talking about this election right now. It is remarkable. Just on the pile of stuff we're saying about the media, it is remarkable that Hunter Biden is not campaigning for his dad makes no appearances <laughs> as far as we know we're told Bo made an appearance yesterday at a uh oh, right. at, at a rally how, uh, how hunter's how partying right now i mean hunter thought last night you know when he was watching turtle boy on the live feed and uh, the turtle boy live show he was marathon. saying oh, eight hour marathon last night they're gonna blame me hunter biden said oh, it's all my fault i got my lost my father in the white house and he wakes up probably sometime four o'clock this afternoon after, you know, doing an eight ball off some 14 year old girl's ass. Uh, and he's going to say, Holy crap. I get, I get a key literally to the white house, to the oval office. I'm going to go in that room that Clinton used to bend Ben Lewinsky over that room. And he's going to have his, have some fun, man. We people, people we know just voted to put Hunter Biden in the white house to put, you know, AOC and Ayanna and Elon Omar, this radical anti-Semite who said some people did something on 9-11. That woman has a free reign to, to go to the White House. It's, you know, right now. It is an Antifa, even though they are rioting right now, Antifa wins. That's the moral of the story. It looks like, I shouldn't say it's over. It's not over. It looks bad. It looks like Antifa wins. 
I, I'm so disappointed. I am so uh, just disgusted with Hold the, up, with the no. U.S. I mean, I'm, every time I look at the results, it gets more in favor of Trump in Las Vegas. It's going down a little bit. But <laughs> Okay, good. Help me. Give me more, turtle boy. Well, Wisconsin has gone from minus 1,800 to minus 900. So take from that what you – at least it's going down. That's a good thing. Michigan's gone from minus 600 to minus – You know why? Because it's hard to gauge corruption. They know the Democrats are trying to steal it. They just don't know how how successful they'll be. I don't know what Trump's legal team on the ground is is like. I know they wouldn't let you know the poll watchers in in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. They don't let they. That's a completely rigged game, and those people are deciding the next president. It's remarkable. I mean, I guess I should uh, take heart that it'll be comical watching Joe Biden try to navigate his way in, in the in the in the White House in the Oval Office. That'll be funny that'll be downright funny but it's bad for the country i feel bad for my kids my grandkids someday are going to live in a country where elon omar aoc ayanna presley are uh victorious are powerful are influential it's very very discouraging you guys i'm glad you brought up las vegas because here's the nevada slap uh, snapshot has biden with 588,000 votes trump with 580 so biden's ahead by 8,000 votes 86 percent of the votes are in the state's election division announced Wednesday morning that no more results would be updated until noon Eastern on Thursday. <laughs> Remaining votes include mail ballots received on election day, those that will arrive over the next week, and provisional ballots. Jesus. I mean, all of these states that are left up for grabs right now, besides Georgia, have Democratic governors, I believe, right? So that's what you Right, North Carolina does. Yep. Yeah. They all do, yeah, except for Georgia. They all do. Um so that, that's who runs the states. And I mean, it's still possible. I'm not completely giving up. Miracles can happen, but uh, the odds are certainly against them right now. But it's not like the most insurmountable thing I've ever seen. It could still happen. Well, yeah, you look really, uh, you re- look I'm not really. As optimistic as they want to, but I mean, I knew that th- there would be some shenanigans. I didn't think they would make it this obvious, though. You go to bed, he's up by 15% with 75% in, and it's like he's an underdog. Yeah. <clears throat> It's it's amazing. And again, I mean, there's some some good news. As I said, you know, the pollsters are a joke. The media is a joke. Uh, Lindsey Graham won in a landslide, even though they spent $100 million. Susan Collins, we believe, won. Uh, Jamel Hill blamed it on white men, even though the one demographic Trump, according to exit polls, the one demographic that he did worse in since uh, then 2016 was white men. He did better in every other demographic, even though he wasted a lot of time and energy uh, uh, courting the black vote and didn't get much. By the way, Susan Collins might get screwed over by ranked choice voting because she has fallen. She's up 49 to 43%. And if you're not above 50%, then the ranked choice thing comes in. I don't know what shenanigans these are, but I I guess we can... um, Let's add to the list of good things that Massachusetts rejected ranked choice voting. It is amazing. They're not content to, to win every seat, to win the, you know, to control everything, the governorship with Baker and, and the legislature and every uh, office. They want ranked choice voting. It's not rigged enough as it is. We need ranked choice voting. And so Susan Collins might lose that seat, you're saying now? Because she's got 49 or 43, and how this works is if nobody gets above 50, then they do a runoff with the top two, and those bottom, like the Green Party and whoever else is running, those people will have to throw their, 
it would take a lot. They would have to be 100% of the, those people would have to go to Gideon in order for her to win. But it's the full, it's full a, a congressional seat with ranked choice voting, man, let them have the Senate seat. Um, <clears throat> could be worse. A British guy, I don't know if you followed this one, Turtle Boy, a British guy bet $5 million yeah, I did see that. on Trump. You think you went to bed optimistic and woke yeah. up a little discouraged. Can you imagine? He bet, and he had odds. He got good odds. If he wins, he wins $15 million. It was 37 to 20, uh, the odds. Trump was an underdog. He bet $5 million. He wins 15 if Trump wins, and he loses $5 million if they steal it. And uh, and now it looks like this guy, and it's an unknown guy, an uh, anonymous guy, is going to lose $5 bucks. Wow. Uh, also... Well Jerry, can I give both of you guys? Because you guys are bigger sports guys than I am. I have some breaking sports news that will actually lift your spirits, I think. Uh, according to Nesson, Alex Cora had an in-person interview with the Red Sox. Ooh. Well, For, I, think, I think that's been the uh, elephant in the room is that Alex Cora will be back as the manager of the Red well, Sox. Obviously, they need, they need to start cheating again. If they didn't cheat uh, last season and uh, whenever, I don't even know, this season, this 2020 season if they didn't cheat and they finished last so they got to get him back in there start banging garbage cans again no surprise they you know the red sox don't care that this guy's a cheater um they they need him um and uh it's like turtle boy said everyone's expecting expecting them to uh to do that go back before i gotta be out see you guys come back if you got some any good news all right come back um there's a couple more, couple more things I want to get to that are uh, we got to get to Keith Oldman and, and Jamel Hill because at least some Trump haters made fools of themselves <laughs> last night, which is always good. But first, I want to tell you about Shea Concrete. I'm going to remind you again, homeowners and home builders, this is for you. Uh, my brother-in-law, Greg, and the folks at Shea Concrete have a huge selection of precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old stair, if you want to invest in an old home, just make it look better, make it worth more. Shea has, Shea has great values with designs for your home. Available in concrete, you can customize your steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, make it look better, Make it worth more. You got to do nothing. All you got to do is pick out the steps, sit back, and let them do the work. In most cases, the folks at Shea can remove your old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com and get a hat. Ask for a hat. Great hats um, from our friends at SheaConcrete.com. I don't even want to look at the latest because, as Turtle Boy mentioned, it just keeps getting worse. Um, Trump was a heavy favorite at 9.30 last night. It flipped, and he was a 65% uh, chance that he was going to win. How come those people, how come we all didn't know, how come the media didn't know that this was in the offing? How come they didn't know? How come they declared Arizona when millions of votes were outstanding and they still haven't declared North Carolina or uh, you're the journalist here, Shattuck, you put out a, you put out a newspaper. Why can't they declare Georgia, North Carolina? Just give me that. I mean, I know he's, I think he's going to win that. Yeah. Well, he should declare North Carolina. I mean, it's, he's got more than 95% of the vote. He's up by tens of thousands of votes right now. I don't know what the problem is in North Carolina, but they should declare it. Um, and also with uh, Biden, it's 86% of the vote in Nevada right now. And Biden is only up by a few thousand. And there's thousands of votes 
still outstanding. And these, not all these votes, these early votes are going the way we thought they were. The early votes that get count later, count later as well. You know, those didn't skew as far Democrat as a lot of people thought they did. Here's the way I look at it, Tom. If Biden's leading at all, he could be leading by three votes. It's over. There's no way they're going to let Biden lose a lead uh, in 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 these Democrat states. And as Turtle Boy pointed out, other than Georgia, they're all they all have Democrat governors. And you know what they're capable of in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. If Biden's got a lead at all, it's over. The only chance we have is Pennsylvania because Trump has the lead. Correct. What's the latest from Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, Trump plus 11 with 75% of the vote in, in Pennsylvania right now. <laughs> I, I can't believe they can uh, steal that. But uh, and, and I don't even understand. Georgia, Trump's over 50%, right? In Georgia, why can't they, decl- why can't they announce that and, and make that official? Yeah, I no, I think that, that they should call Pen- – I mean, it, I think Trump has won Pennsylvania. Um it, there, you're right. They're keeping every possibility. They're drip. They're dripping every possible last vote they can into the kitty to try to make something happen here. But in most of these states, other than it seems like Wisconsin right now, the states that Trump needs, um, uh, that he's leading right now. But who know? I I don't yeah, understand yeah. as well 50 how these point, fifty point five percent of the vote in in Georgia, he's leading by. Let's see, that's third hundred. He's leading by. Over a hundred thousand votes. He's got right. Leave my right. ninety-two percent in. It's, no, it's not a hundred thousand. It's uh, I don't know. What he's it is. leading by. It, Biden's got two eighty. Trump has um a two three eighty. Uh, he's got a hundred thousand votes. You're right. So why is that not called? Why is that sixteen electoral votes? Ninety-four percent reporting. Michigan. Right. Trump is up. Um. Uh, 25,000 votes, 91% votes in. I don't understand how sometimes they call these races and I guess I'm going to have to read up and understand it better. But then again, the pollsters themselves don't understand it. So what's the, uh, what's the difference? Biden's leading in Nevada. That's gone. That's only six electoral votes. Trump has over 50% in North Carolina. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand the North Carolina thing. They should have called that last night. He's up 80,000 votes with 94% reporting in North Carolina. Why are we waiting for that? Now, I, re- I realize he can win <clears throat> win Georgia and North Carolina and still lose, but why don't they put those in his column? Um, you got to put one of your reporters on that, Shattuck. All right, we got lots of comments on the Facebook Live, and we threw out the phone number. I don't know if Cullinane passed out after a we long threw, night. We threw it out there. People are scared to call in. They're just they're chirping away in the comments section, though, for sure. Didn't, I didn't throw it out there, but... Did you? I, did. I, put, I put it on the screen and I put it into our commenters on Facebook Live. We had a big, we have a big audience on Facebook Live today. So, I think we'll. I think Georgia gets called for Trump this morning. Yeah, but um, so what? So what? Good. Um, uh, anyway, um, let's get, let's do Jamel Hill, who uh, tweeted out that you can blame this on white guys. I mean, this is amazing to me. Like, I know Jamel Hill is a lightning rod, but she doesn't have any. Uh, deep thoughts put it that way she doesn't have any profound thoughts insightful thoughts you never she's not a good writer she's terrible on the air her espn show failed miserably and it doesn't matter because she hates trump because she's a racist i mean that's that's racist blame the white guys imagine if someone said you know i could say blame the black guys they voted for biden i mean you'd be 
you'd be ostracized. This woman could say or do anything. She called the Trump calls Trump a white supremacist, a Klansman. She gets dumped by ESPN because her show was a disaster. And like the next day, Atlantic, which is a left-wing rag run by Steve Jobs' widow, they hire her to write, to write. She's a terrible writer. If you had her on your staff at the Lowell Sun, mm -hmm. you'd call her in and say, we got to go over some things, you know? She's yeah, not I mean, you writer. have to be able to, but I don't understand. I would not allow anybody to use the term racist in reporting or analysis unless you can dispel, dispel the word and explain what you mean by that analytically. But she, she doesn't. It's, it's always just something's racist or white supremacist. Well, what do you mean by that? Right. How come you don't have to define exactly what that is anymore? Because it seems to me that racist now is anything. It's any concept. It's anything. It's an opinion you don't like where race is involved. It's an opinion you don't like where race isn't involved. It's omnipresent. It's just a and, feeling and you can now. Say or do it anytime you want, and nobody <clears throat> can call you out. You know what? She'll say something outrageous like that, and the next thing you know, she'll get another job. She'll get another job. Bill Simmons hired her. She's a human shield. Bill Simmons was under some pressure because he had so many white guys working for him, typical, you know, left-wing hypocrite. And he said, you know what? I got to hire a, a prominent African-American. And he hired her to do a podcast, which I'm sure has like 12 listeners. It's about The Wire, a show that's been off the air, uh, been done for yeah. know, 13, 14 years. It's a here's, um, here's the fact. It's not going to play well with uh, Jamel Hill's latest racist rant, but, According to exit polls, Trump did better in every race and gender with every race and gender except white men. Since 2016, he's up with white women, black men, black women, Latino mm -hmm. men, Latino women, up, you know, only three or four points with each and down with white men by five points. He lost white men or he, he lost them compared to 2016 by five points. So she's not only is she racist and dumb with that tweet, but she's wrong <laughs> on top of right. it. Right. And the Latino vote may be a, a, just a small handful of percentage points, but certainly the Cuban vote. I mean, the, the fact that Miami-Dade County, Trump ate Biden's lunch. Biden technically won, but Trump stole a huge chunk of that electorate, and that's the Cubans who are now in trouble. I know that, Jerry, that one of your, um, one of your influences is Ida Bay Wells or Nicole Hannah-Jones for the New York Times. Right. She writes about those Latinos. One day after this election is over, I'm going to write a piece about how Latino is a contrived ethnic category that artificially lumps white Cubans, white Cubans, white, right. with black Puerto Ricans and indigenous Guatemalans and helps explain why Latinos support Trump at the high, second highest rate. So there you go. This woman, by the way, is responsible for curriculum through the 1619 Project. Another, the kids have another. to kids have to learn now. And the teachers unions will make sure that they have it drilled into them so that they get the talking points. This is this is that party. And I and I'm sorry, and I know that, that, that you're that you feel this is a complete we didn't expect this to be this good, Jerry, today. Honestly, if it was yesterday, did you think that, that Trump would be that this would have happened last night? Yeah, I, mean, I, I predicted I he was he gonna could. win. I felt like the polls were wrong, and God knows at, at 10 o'clock, eleven o'clock last night, it felt great. It felt like he was gonna win looking at those numbers. But again, I predicted that they would find a way to cheat if it was close, and they they will. It's another that's another good point. I made my list yesterday of people who win, who won, or who are going to win if 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 Biden wins, and it's you know Antifa and AOC and Jack Dorsey and you know LeBron James and all the rest of these 
you know, detestable, radical Trump haters. Add Nicole Hannah-Jones and critical race theory and Kendi from BU. Add them to the list. <laughs> They're very, very happy. Trump heroically took a stand against critical race theory, uh, teaching it in schools. He said, we're going to get back to teaching, you know, American history and, 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 and making children feel proud to be Americans and getting away from all this America hating garbage. That's all gone. That's all gone. Critical race theory is back in your schools. If Biden wins and, and Hannah, Nicole, Hannah Jones has got a direct line to the white house and Kendi's fee is going to go from like 20,000 an hour to like 50,000 an hour to go speak to, you know, school children and, uh, and tell them they're all racist. All the white people are racist. That's back on the, on the, in the curriculum in schools. Sadly, add that. To yeah, the no, it's happening. This mob stuff is only going to increase. You know, I don't know. Do you, have you ever been to Wilson farms in uh, Lexington? It's no. one of these beautiful people places with, uh, you know, they've always got the fresh farm stuff and their own, they make their own whatever dips and whatever. It's it's a it's a beautiful person's kind of place. It's very nice. It's beautiful in Lexington. Somebody found out that the guy who owns Wilson Farms donated ten grand to Trump. So all the people in Lexington and Winchester, which is right on the line there, oh, they're not happy. And Wilson Farms is going to have to pay. And remember this truth and reconciliation stuff. That's what it looks like. They're already hassling this guy. Supposedly his staff now is going to boycott. Because of what These happened, are just vile, vile, vile people. They are vile people, and they're going to win apparently, um, and they're going to feel emboldened, and they're going to ruin lives of people that don't agree with them. They're going to ruin businesses of people that don't agree with them. It's disgusting. I'm disgusted with my friends and neighbors and family members who voted for these vile human beings. It's and that's one guy. There's millions like him. And, and, and last night we heard when Trump took the lead about the shy Trump voter. That's a real force. That's one of the reasons the pollsters were so wrong, because people are afraid to say they're a Trump supporter because Trump haters are just so vicious and, and they're violent. And you don't want to you can't put a sign up. You can't put a sticker on your car. You just can't uh, or they will ruin you. And they're going to double down. They're going to say, man, we won. They're going to feel emboldened. And anybody who doesn't get in line, they're going to ruin. This is a big win. If, again, they manage to steal it and it looks like they're going to, um, it's a big win for cancel culture. Cancel culture wins. These people, these these vile people like uh, you know, like like the people in uh, wherever that is and, and, and the Boston Globe and, and, and Bob Murchison, they win. They win. It's sad. The people who've tried to ruin, you know, uh, lives or, you know, get uh, whatever Aunt Jemima canceled and Uncle Ben and all that. <laughs> all that and, and Cleveland on Family Guy, the people who said that's right. You can't have a white guy give a vo the, the voice of a black character on a cartoon. They win. They win. Or at least and it looks like they're going to win. And the thing yeah. is, right now, the, the popular vote in the country is Biden with 50.1% and and Trump with 48.2%. And to me, that's pretty damn split down the middle, but it will not be treated like that whatsoever. And the problem it's is, gonna be is a that rejection of, you know, Trump. And that means that, you know, Biden's first day is going to uh, repeal the tax cut, which means raise everybody's taxes. He's going to ban fracking. He's going to, uh, his own version of the green new deal. We're going to stay in Afghanistan. I mean, all this, all the, the good Trump did, is going to be wiped out and it's going to be Obama 
uh, you know, a third term of Obama, which is too bad for the country. It's terrible for the economy. It's not good. Um, I guess I'll hold up some hope. Um, um, Keith Oldman had to apologize for a tweet. And if you haven't seen Keith Oldman's, you know, YouTube show, we've played a couple of clips. He knows that it's hard to out crazy the the mainstream media, out crazy MSNBC and Joy Reid and, uh, you know, Jim Acosta, but damn it. And, and Nicole Hannah Jones, but damn it, he's going to try. And he goes on these insane rants. He wants Trump executed. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to go overboard, but he wants Trump executed for the way he's handled coronavirus. <laughs> Yesterday, he compared. Uh, he called Trump a whiny little kunta kinte. A what? Can you imagine if I don't know? You know, Tucker Carlson called somebody he didn't like a whiny little kunta kinte. Kunta Kinte is a character in Roots who escaped, a slave who escaped. And, and I, I had nightmares about this when I was a kid. And to punish him for trying to escape, they chopped his foot off. And it was the most disturbing thing on TV. If you watch Roots back in the 70s, it was like I stayed up at night thinking it was so disturbing. So Keith Olbermann, this absolute lunatic, thinks Kunta Kinte was a whiny little bitch. And he compares Trump to him. So... And he actually had to apologize. I'm not sure why he doesn't have a, he doesn't work for anybody. He just does these crazy rants on YouTube. That's how unhinged he is. Even you know, MSNBC or NBC or you know, CNN won't bring him aboard. Yeah, it is. It is interesting for, um, that is a rather mangled metaphor that he used. <laughs> I would, I would have stayed away from that, but. He's not, he's not really a standout anymore, Jerry. I mean, no. the other people in media, media are, just, are crazy as well. And I was defending Chris Wallace a couple of months ago, but you're right. He's oh, as Donald Trump would say, he's shot. He is done. His mind is not all is not all together anymore. He's obviously been been frazzled by what's happened in this this election cycle. Um, and I worry. Although at the same time, at the same time, let's say if Trump suddenly some votes come in for Trump, and Trump then barely makes it over the line and uh, wins the electoral college. I mean, there will be revolutions in these in these newsrooms. Good. If you're the New York Times, you're not calling this for Trump. The, the staffers aren't going to let you call this election no, for Trump. absolutely school. not. They're never going to call for Trump. That's why, Tom, you're not right. listening to me. He could win legitimately. They won't allow it. You've seen for the last four years, you've seen what the media will do to stop Trump. They will stop at nothing. They will lie about it. You've seen how the deep state works, right? You've seen these swamp mm -hmm. creatures. The forces are aligned against him right now, and it's not good. That's all I'm going to say. I do yeah. like the fact I would have done the same thing that he went out and said, you know, they're going to steal this from me. Do we have the Trump speech, Cullinane? Is, is Cullinane still with us? Yes, yes, yes. Let me pull it up for you. I want to hear this Trump speech before we go because uh, I don't blame him at all. He's getting a lot of heat from this, even from Republicans, for, you know, declaring himself win, and God knows – it's been flagged that you'll never see it on, you know, Facebook or Twitter. But let's hear from Donald. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. We did win this election. And uh, that that was uh, that's not going over well obviously from uh, people on the left but i don't blame him he knows that they are up to no good he can smell a rat everyone could smell a rat again the democrats don't care they will take this by hook or crook and it apparently is by by crook they will they will find a way i hate to say it, it, it. 
in that's it. I don't know how much more we'll see. Of it. This doesn't feel good right now, Shattuck. Yeah, no, and I don't know how much we're, we'll see of it, but that is that is the strength of Trump right there, providing equal time to uh, to the other half of the country, saying, frankly, we did win, win the election. He's the only one saying that. Everybody else is saying now it's Joe Biden's or we have to wait because obviously it's being counted. Somebody has to get that voice out. There's nobody. There's He's got no advocates in media anymore except for OAN and maybe Newsmax at this point. Right. But, I mean, I, I will. I am pleased. Once again, Jerry, I'm pleased that, that they've held on to the Senate. I think that's going to be very important. And regardless of what happens today, I, I assume we'll know today. Most of these states have to be called, the ones that haven't decided to stop counting until Thursday. But um, but I assume that this thing is not over for Trump today. I I, I mean, you're right, though, but Pennsylvania should be called. I'm, I'm trying not to uh, concentrate on the absolute ridiculous uh, sham that's, that's occurring in front of us. I do think that regardless of what happens, Jerry, I'm going to be optimistic. This is going to be good for conservatism. These next two years, no. even if Trump loses, will be good. It will, Jerry. It oh, will. I hope so. I mean, I hope Josh Hawley decides, you know, today that he's running in 2024 and, and you know, we, we start fighting right away. But And maybe we learn to fight as dirty as they do, but I don't think that's possible. I don't think it is. And I guess there's still hope that it ends up in the Supreme Court and when that's the one branch, you know, we control for now. Actually, we control because they don't have the Senate. They can't pack the Supreme Court, which is good. I don't think. I think they'll they'll have to stop at that, but they'll certainly try to make uh, D.C. And, and Puerto Rico states, adding four senators. I mean, they'll certainly do anything they can to, to get rid of the Electoral College. They won't be able to do it, but they will try. They will stop at nothing. They want to turn this country upside down and step one was taking the White House, and it looks like they may do that. But we'll see. I would love to be wrong. I'd love to find out that Trump takes Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Georgia legitimately, and we find out, I guess, in a couple of days. That's what it's going to take, for, at least for Pennsylvania, Incredible. to count all the, the boxes they have on the corner just in case, you know, break glass just in case. That's the point we're at. But uh, we will see. It was a crazy night, as I predicted. It was going to be a wild and crazy. And hopefully, you know, the next few days are crazy. And uh, they don't just steal it like today and say it's over. That'll be very, very disappointing. I'm I'm glad somebody, somebody said this on Twitter. I repeated it. I'm glad we got Trump. Because if this were Mitt Romney mm -hmm. or John McCain, they'd already be conceding. They'd be saying, oh, that's oh well, we gave it our best shot. Mitt Romney would have conceded. He would have hoped for good stories in the, in the New York Times. And he'd yep. hopefully, you know, Chuck Todd would say something nice about him. Screw him. We're done with that. We're done with reaching across the aisle. We're done with trying to get along and unify. We have a yes. fighter. Fortunately, we have a fighter in Donald Trump, and he will fight to the end. Absolutely. Any other Republican would have conceded, conceded. You wouldn't have Kavanaugh. You'd have Merrick Garland in there as some sort of conciliatory measure. And you certainly wouldn't have Amy Coney Barrett. You'd have an empty seat right, right. now, among right. other things. Well, you know? I'm looking, I mean, we'll be here. We'll be here. We'll cover the fight. It'll be wild. Um, we we, we got to get this up. We we thank everybody who's uh, watching on, the fa on Facebook Live. We got a uh, lot of people and a lot of comments and a lot of people who are... Um, or uh, dejected, a little down, like I am. But uh, they're looking forward to the fight, and maybe it ends up in the Supreme Court, maybe not. I'm not optimistic, but then again, 
I've seen, again, I've seen what these people are capable of. We just lived through it for four years, Shattuck, again. We lived through the Russian hoax, the Ukrainian thing, Kavanaugh. We know what they're capable of. We know what the media will do to help their guy finish the job. It's going to get absolutely wild. And we'll be here. We'll be here to cover it. Um, it is It is just getting started. That's how it feels like. I know... Um, I know uh, today is going to be wild, tomorrow, and then Friday, I guess, when they uh, finally count the ballots in Pennsylvania. That's yes. how they hope. And God, yeah. Wisconsin is close, too. And this is ridiculous. All Pennsylvania right. will, Trump will get Pennsylvania straight up. I'm, 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 I You're predicting predict that? And North Carolina as well, yes. I'm predicting that Pennsylvania will be the most brazen heist you've ever seen. It will be like the Lufthansa heist. They will steal it. Even though he clearly has a lead, he had a huge lead, and they have a corrupt attorney general, they have a corrupt governor, and they have a lot of Democrat operatives that are busy stealing it right now. They will succeed, I predict, and it will be just insane, and Trump will just go wild, and I don't <laughs> blame him. It's going to be great. We'll be here. We'll be here to talk about it and uh, – cover it. So, uh, Shattuck, thanks a lot. I appreciate thanks, it. Guys. Tom Shattuck from the Burn Barrel Podcast and the Lowell Sun. Thanks to Turtle Boy for chiming in. Of course, I'm, I'm never going to forget Turtle Boy for celebrating last night. Really, I was <laughs> on the fence. I was anxious. I was nervous. And Turtle Boy made me feel like we got this thing won. He was celebrating on his live stream. Well, I, I, think, you know, I think Shattuck was on to something, by the way. This is going to be a great couple days to announce Alex Cora as the uh, new manager. Mm -hmm. I thought they'd do it last night, but uh, that's probably going to pop up now that this is uh, going to stick around a little bit more. They can uh, sneak. Un unfortunately, I don't care at all, but I add them to the list. People yep. who are very happy today that their side is going to steal the White House. John Henry, Linda Pizzuti, Sam Kennedy, everybody yeah, the regime, the regime of Iran actually has some good news. Iran's happy. Russia's happy. China is thrilled. It didn't look good for a no. while for China, but they are thrilled that they're already on the phone with Hunter Biden, looking to make some deals. There are a lot of really, really bad people who are really, really happy that the Biden crime family is apparently going to unseat Donald Trump. Maybe, maybe not. We still got a shot as. Uh, Turtle Boy said the betting odds are shifting. Trump is a long shot, but it's not over. I'm hoping, I'm praying, but I don't put anything past these people. But anyway, that's it for today. Thank you for uh, thank you to Shea Concrete and DCU and Allied Paving. Thanks to everybody for watching on Facebook Live and everybody for listening to the Callahan Podcast. I promise we'll stay on top of this. And uh, maybe, who knows, maybe we'll do a special edition of the Callahan podcast. If there is big breaking news, if somehow Trump backs, uh, jumps back into the, into the mix here, it doesn't look good right now, but who knows? It has been a crazy 2020. Maybe it'll get crazier and Trump will, uh, run the, run the field here and, uh, take all these states that are still up for grabs. We shall see. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan podcast, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.